Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Travel Talk Tuesday. We're coming to you live from Houston, Texas, or you could be watching us on Facebook Live or Stunner Radio. We are here for travel professionals, travelers, and those who aspire to do one or both. We share useful destination news and provide top resources to make your travel experience everything you want. And, um, hey, it's Melissa Collins here in Houston. It is Lisa, the boss lady, and I am in Houston as well. And it is Travel Talk Tuesday again. I'm yes, super excited. Me too. So this week, last week we had Carnival on, so we need to, you know, share the love. So this week we have Rusty Fletcher from Royal Caribbean on. Woohoo! Dude, I'm so excited because there's so much stuff out there floating around. So I want to hear it directly from the horse's mouth. I want to know directly from them what is really going on. So I'm super excited to talk to Rusty. And I'm a, I'm a Royal Caribbean fan as well. I I have actually not sailed, sailed <clears throat> Royal Caribbean. I've been on their ships, but I haven't actually gone on an actual cruise with them. So I actually had two of them booked when COVID happened. So, um, yikes, uh, but yeah, so now I got to redo it. Well, I mean, that gives us a, ch a chance to, you know, you know how they say anticipation makes the heart grow fonder, right? Absolutely. So we get a chance to anticipate it even more. Um, I do have a couple of people cruising on Royal Caribbean later this year. So I'm excited to hear back from them. I've been following all the ships that are moving. So I'm excited to hear when Royal is actually sailing, who's going to sail, what's coming to Galveston. I'm excited to hear everything. <laughs> Me too. And I have some questions because there was a lot of, there was a lot of things going on in Galveston, plan, future plans going on when COVID hit. So I'm not sure, you know, how all that's, if there's even been any decisions on any of those things as of yet. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I know there were some plans to bring my beautiful sister, the allure to sure. Houston. And so I was super, I was really waiting on that. So I, I want to hear about that. So we're, we will take a really quick commercial break and we will come back with Rusty from Royal Caribbean. Please stay tuned and hang it, hang there with us. Now that the world is opening up again, we're all planning events and get-togethers, but choosing the right caterer for your event can be a full-time job. Don't stress, just contact Jet Catering Services and they will take care of all your needs and allow you to focus on your guests, no matter the occasion or budget, Jet Catering Services can make your event memorable and your guests will be amazed. Visit www.jetcateringservice.com for more information and tell them Stunner Radio sent you. We're back. Are you there, Lisa? Lisa, are you frozen? It seems like it's just me. Okay, well, we're back Travel Talk Tuesday live, and it looks like Lisa is frozen. I'm not exactly sure what's going on with that. Uh, we are going to go to, I guess, our guest as soon as we can get Lisa here. What is happening? Lisa, can, can the other Lisa hear me? Just me. Okay, well, 
we are going to have Royal Caribbean on. We're going to have Rusty Fletcher. I guess she's going to go ahead maybe and bring him on so I can talk with him until Lisa can get back onto the show. Or am I just going to talk? I'm not sure what's happening. Lisa, comments? Lisa, anybody? Or is it just me? Uh -huh. Oh, sorry. There you are. <laughs> I had technical difficulties. I'm so sorry. I was talking to both of you, and neither one of you were talking. Um, there's, a storm. there's a storm, and I think it's messing with my internet. Oh, it wasn't yes. doing anything. I don't know if it was messing with mine as well, because I was the only one talking, and I have either one of you here. Melissa, you were about to steer this ship. Uh, I was. <laughs> Captain Melissa. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, Lisa, the boss lady, Melissa, thank you guys so much for having me on. We're excited to be here. Um, you know, it has been a long 15 months, but we're so excited because we are back in service and we're bringing more ships back into service uh, literally every day. We've got four coming in the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, and we've got, uh, you know, we're halfway to normal and, and, and getting closer every single day. So, uh, Ooh, lots to look forward yes. to. Yes, yes, yes. It's been I'm a so long, ready for long that. time, like almost 400 days, right? Uh, yeah, 387 was the last time I counted. And that was probably like a few days ago. So yeah, 390. Uh, it's been crazy. Oh goodness. I'm so glad we're back. So what's too the Too long to go without seeing the ocean. Sorry to interrupt you. Just it's Absolutely. too long. I need to I need to catch some, you know, some ocean breezes in my hair and catch some sun on my face, you know? Oh my gosh. I need to be in the middle of the ocean with no land in sight, just water. Exactly. Just, yes, just water. So August fifteenth, is that you guys' date for Galveston? That's our date for Galveston, yeah. So we're already sailing out of uh, Miami. We started at the beginning of the month. We're starting uh, on the 26th with a second ship from Miami. We've got another ship coming out of Florida uh, the first week of August. Independence out of Galveston coming August 15th. Uh, so we're actually doing uh, four simulation voyages. And what that is is where we invite volunteers to come on board and we're just testing our protocols, you know, um, some of the social distancing on board. It's also a chance for us to get our crew members back into the swing of things. You know, they haven't been working for 15 months either. Um, so this is just kind of a ramp up cruise. And then the following week, we'll, uh, we'll begin uh, our cruises with actual uh, guests and passengers. So uh, we're real excited. I bet your list of volunteers was long. That wanted it to was. participate. <laughs> yeah, you know, Melissa, you told me that you, or I heard you when I was in the green room saying that you had some Royal Caribbean cruises booked, but you actually haven't sailed with us yet. You know, no. uh, what's today? Tuesday? Okay, so last Monday, I got an email six o'clock at night saying, hey, uh, send me a list of volunteers so that we can invite them on the, uh, you know, travel partners, you guys onto our simulation voyage. And, you know, of course I started sending out emails and stuff by the very following morning, I think 8.30 AM, our, our list of 125 travel partner volunteers or spaces, which is really 250 people had filled up. Wow. So there will be more. And, you know, we'll have to do this for the adventure of the seas as well from Galveston when she comes. Um, 
or sorry, not the adventure, the Liberty when she comes uh, later toward the end of September. So I'll make sure to get you guys on uh, the list for that. Yay! <laughs> I'm so ready. I've been I know, on the too. Liberty of the Seas, but I've not actually got to sail on Liberty of the Seas. But. I've only been on the Allure, and I mean, it's it's really hard to come back from the Allure. <laughs> so, yes, you're absolutely right. Um, love that you've done an Oasis-class ship. So, folks out there, if you don't know, Allure is an Oasis-class ship. Um, and that is the most innovative class of ships that exists in the world, uh, the largest ships in the world, entertainment like you wouldn't believe. Um, and I agree, it's hard to come back from an Oasis class cruise once you've done it because the experience on board is just, it, it brings you up to a higher level, right? Yeah, we um, have to hey, sail with Lisa. So, when, I mean, virtual, I mean, by. By imagination, she was all live or on doing something all the time. So I was with her on a cruise in spirit, even though I needed in to spirit. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Actually, you, there's actually more on board than you can do in a single one week cruise, and we designed oh, yeah. it like that on purpose so that you have to come back again and again okay. to experience all the different activities and onboard entertainment and you know just things to do and uh, places to hang and chill. Um, but I've got good news for you, Lisa. Uh, Allure is coming to Galveston in November yes. of 2022. Um, so, uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into bringing an Oasis class ship into a new uh, home base. So we've actually been working um, here in Galveston for the past five years mm. to develop Galveston as a home base for an Oasis class ship. And there's a lot that goes into it. First of all, we can't bring such a large ship to a, uh, a home port without being able to, you know, fill it with the demand from the area, right? So we've been working for the last five years to develop the demand in the Houston area. Uh, and then, of course, we also had to work with Galveston, the port of Galveston, uh, because we have to uh, build a completely new terminal there to house this ship because it's too large to fit into the existing cruise terminals in Galveston that are there today. Um, and we also have to do some work in the canal. So uh, we had started that, uh, we had announced right before COVID hit yeah. that, we were, coming. that we were you know, going into contract with Galveston, $125 million project to bring this together. Um, and then before the ink was even dry on that deal, COVID shut the entire travel industry down. So the next announcement we had to make was, is this is delayed or postponed or canceled. Um, and we didn't know if it was coming back, but yeah. it, it's brand new. It is back. We actually just Good. started building um, in our, uh, our new 10 acre spot on Harborside Drive just about three weeks ago now. Really, so, I was to be one of my questions because I, there was so much anticipation and so much excitement about it, about <coughs> this happening, and then nothing. We didn't, hear, you know, with a, with COVID, that we didn't hear anything. So I wondered if it was still still in the works or not. You know what? And I work for you know Royal Caribbean, and I was wondering if it was still in the wow. works or not okay. until it was announced that you know we are doing this. So obviously that is. You know, it was a relief to find that out because this is something we were looking forward to. You know, um, the fact that uh, that this new terminal is going into place, that an Oasis class ship is coming to Galveston, um, 
really brings Galveston into the world's forefront as far as cruise destinations goes. You know, right now, the cruise capital of the world is Miami, and then Fort Lauderdale, and then Port Canaveral, all in Florida. Well, this is putting Galveston on the map as a front runner with the three cruise capitals of the world. Um, so it's really exciting. And, you know, this isn't just a, a boon for us. This is a great deal for Galveston as well, because part of this $125 million deal with Galveston was uh, – kind of giving them the financing to start some projects of that are a part of their 20-year strategic master plan. And so there's going to be lots of changes with Galveston, specifically with the port area, over the course of the next several years. And actually right now, if you guys have been down, you've been down to Galveston before, you know what the cruise terminal area looks like. Yeah. You know, you drive in on Harborside Drive and you have to cross over, you know, about 27 uh, railroad tracks or something. Mm -hmm. and. Um, you've got cargo ships and then a cruise ship and then uh, a restaurant and then more cargo and more cargo and row row and shipping and containers and all that stuff. That whole area is going to be transformed into a vacation destination area. It's not going to happen overnight, but the 20 year strategic master plan is that they're going to bring all the shipping and the business side of that over to a different section of the island uh, and then turn that section where the cruise ship terminals are today into um, more of a vacation central destination. Um, they're building a new harborside drive just for cruise ship traffic. So if you're coming in on a cruise ship, you're going to be coming in on a private road. And all three of the terminals, once our terminal is built, will be connected together. And then there's going to be like centralized uh parking lots that connect to all three of these terminals they're doing a trolley service that's non-stop so it will connect to terminals one two and three oh, and it also awesome. is going to connect with uh the strand which is right across the street because uh you know obviously galveston doesn't want cruisers to just come in and jump on the ship they right. want you to go spend a buck at you know at the souvenir shop across the street as well right um and they're also uh going to be bringing in more restaurants and uh, bars and lounges and hotels into that area as well. So it's going to take a little bit of time, but that whole area is going to look different. Uh, so, you know, take a picture today, come back in a few years and take another picture. And uh, the picture is going to change over the course of the next 10, 15, 20 years. They're actually building the new road right now. So if you go down to Harborside Drive, it's full of traffic because uh, the Harborside Drive that we know is um, is being ripped up so that they can put in a new road uh, that's, that's specific for the cruise ship traffic. It's going to look so much better. I mean, not that it looks bad now, but it's, you know, when you have the industrial and the cruise, you know, in the same area, it's just not the same look. So yeah, I'm and that's the word I was trying to think of, industrial. So I was saying yeah. shipping. Yeah, it's yeah. industrial and cruise right now, and it's going to be separated so that the industrial is over here and the cruising is over here. And um, yeah, I think it's just, it's a fantastic situation um, for us, for Galveston, for Houston, you know, Texan cruisers. Um, it's going to add a lot. It's going to add a lot. Well, and I mean, we say Texan cruisers because that's a lot of, of what the, the um, population is, I guess. But mm -hmm. personally, where I feel that Galveston is the Midwest port. I mean, there's a lot of people that I know that travel from the central part of the country 
to cruise here. This is where they want to cruise. They don't want to go to Florida. They don't want to go to California. They want to come out of Galveston. That's they want to drive. They want they take it as an vacation and spend. They love that Galveston. They spend the night, you know, and do their cruising. That's just their thing. So um, I think it will bring a lot more business because they're going to be a lot more for them to see while they're here. So I'm excited. Yeah, it is exciting. Yeah, you make a really good point. 72% of cruisers from Galveston drive to the port. Yeah. So this is the definition of a cruise, I'm sorry, of a drive market. And a, a very a very high percentage of drivers coming down to Galveston are from the northern Midwest states. Mm-hmm. So Kansas, South and North Dakota, Missouri, uh, Illinois. It's really surprising um, yeah. how many Midwesterners come down. I have a lot of Oklahomans that come down cruise. A lot of Oklahomans. Yes. And um, what about the New Orleans? How is how is New Orleans looking as far as opening up cruise ports? You know, I don't have any specific news on New Orleans, um, but that is because we don't have a ship that was scheduled to be in New Orleans this year. Okay. Uh, um, So you know, we're in Galveston one hundred percent of the time. Every single year, uh, you know, we don't take breaks. Galveston is a huge market for us, but New Orleans, we kind of do like a year on, year off type of situation. Like if we have an extra ship, we'll put it in New Orleans. But if not, you know, we'll, you know, if we can put it in a Europe situation or up in the Northeast or something like that, uh, we we kind of play musical chairs. I guess is the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. With New Orleans, um, and this just happened to be the year where we were going to be away from New Orleans, so. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know uh, what their schedule is for opening up because we just don't have um, any skin in that game currently. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've never uh, sailed up to New Orleans. I've only gone there for ship inspections. If I couldn't get one in in Houston, then we'll we'll drive to New Orleans to to get one there because it's you know it's only a couple hours away for us. So. Well, that just means that's that that's more trip. more people coming this way from Galveston. I mean, to Galveston from mm-hmm. from the side from over there. Yeah, true, true. Didn't think about hopefully, that. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. No, we got a lot of space to fill with the lower the. Seas. Have a question. Yes. Do you, Do you think, think Royal will ever come to Mobile, Alabama? Oh, hey, Kimberly. Good question. Um, I don't know the answer to that. Well, I can tell you probably not, and I'll tell you why. Mobile is a beautiful little town. Uh, I've I've driven through it. I've never cruised from there, uh, but it is a very small cruise terminal. And I think the largest ship that can sail from there is probably about 85,000 tons. And we did have two ships in our fleet that um, were 85,000 tons or smaller, but we sold those um, very recently within the last year. So we don't anymore. I don't see us going into Mobile because we don't have a ship that's that's small enough to fit into that particular wow. terminal. That was sorry, my, Kimberly. That was my question about the Allure in Galveston because she is ginormous. And I was wondering. Well, I have to say, um, I uh, since I started doing the travel business, I started out as a carnival person because that's all I knew. And I actually took my son, my second, my second youngest son on a cruise. And we were in, I want to say we were in Cozumel and you guys were parked next to us. <laughs> Jacob says, he looks over to me, he goes, mom, who is that? And I'm like, that's Royal Caribbean. And he said, I want to go on 
that ship. Was it? No, we do it like that on purpose. There is a, a method to our madness. There's a reason that we put so much on the outside of the ships. I mean, there's a lot on the inside of the ships, but there's a reason that we we have such a distinctive top deck and back decks because we want it to look like you know the shiny the shiny toy um, right. when we're parked up in Cozumel. You know, Cozumel has got so many ships on a daily basis i'm surprised the island doesn't sink but they're all just lined up you know there'll be nine of them right there in a row and of course we want our ships to look like the shiny toy in that strip definitely do because i that's how i ended up with two of them planned for that year is because i already had one for myself and he insisted on being on one of them so i had to do another so that he could experience it so which one sorry say that again I was wondering which one did he see? I think it was the Allure. Definitely. And she's distinctive because we were in the Bahamas on the sunrise and my husband is so in love with the Allure that we were eating breakfast and that, you know, in Nassau, there were several ships lined up and he looked over and saw a porthole. I kid you not a porthole. And he said, that looks like the Allure. I said, boy, there's no way that you saw the Allure with just a porthole we get off and it's the allure <laughs> she was really dwarfing so everything mean, else <laughs> so it was i guess it was so close that all you could see was just one of the windows on the ship that's what we could see that's all we could wow. see until we got off and when we got off i said oh my gosh that is the allure and i had to take a picture she was dwarfing everybody that was there even disney yeah no they're wide they're tall and, you know, we're talking to people that may not have cruised before or may not have even been on a Royal Caribbean cruise. And, you know, I, I like to mention that while these are the largest ships in the world, uh, what I love about it, and Lisa, the boss lady, you can tell us, you actually feel like there's fewer people on board those ships because everything is so much more spread out. We have we are able to control the, you know, kind of the population of the ship very, very well. And there's so much entertainment, so many things happening at the same time at all different parts of the ship that you never feel like there's um, very many people on board, really and truly. Uh, and that's just one of the things I really like about the uh, the Oasis class. Uh, I like Central cool. Park. The, the picture she took from there, it's like a park on the inside. I'm like, I have to see that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, 20,000 living plants and trees and flowers. Um, and, you know, one of the things we didn't know what the heck was going to happen when we built a, a, a 20,000 uh, living garden at sea. Uh, yeah. But one of the things that's happened is, is since we travel, you know, let's say from Florida to Cozumel or Grand Cayman or Jamaica or, you know, it'll be soon from Galveston down to Cozumel and, and Jamaica and, and Grand Cayman. We actually pick up resident tropical birds and butterflies in the ports that we visit. And they live with us in Central Park. So it's not uncommon for you to be out in the middle of the ocean uh, in Central Park and a, a tropical bird or a butterfly, you know, flies by your face. It's really kind of neat. There were I birds. Like there were birds. There were birds there. Um, yeah. We were celebrating our engagement um, on Central Park, at Central Park. And um, that's how, like, it, it was just, everything came together. Um, it was so pretty, so beautiful at night. And then the lights and everything, it was it was amazing. And it does seem like there's less people on board because it's so spaced out. Like we walked an hour, a mile and a half every day just because we were trying to get to where we had to go. 
You know, okay, so that's the downside. I'll tell you a funny story because you guys, I used to be a travel agent advisor as well, just like you guys. And I used to host groups. So I would go on board with my group and I guess I, it was like Halloween or something. This was years ago. And I had a group of, of, of people on board, probably 50 people or something, but I had to go out to the disco with them every night because they wanted to dance and party all night. Right. And, um, and of course I'll hang out with them because that's my job is to, you know, to take care of them. And anyway, I would always offer breakfast club the next morning where we would get together at the Windjammer buffet and anybody that wanted to show up could, but you know, I'd have some tables put together, but I had breakfast club. I think it was like seven thirty or eight o'clock in the morning. And I was all the way at the front. My stateroom was at the front. The Windjammer buffets are at the back on the top deck. And I just remember like two or three nights of that cruise, I would wake up 10 minutes before I was supposed to be at breakfast club. I had been out at the disco the night before. And I was just like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to get to the Windjammer? Because it's a trek. It is a trek. But it's worth it. You know how you always put on that five extra pounds when you go on a cruise? Mm-hmm. This at least helps combat that a little bit. Wow. You know, if you're in the middle of the ship, it's not a problem. It's yes. only when you're at the very front or the very back that you feel it. Yeah, I like to be in the middle so that I can, yeah. Yeah. So... Everybody, I don't know if you can see this in the back, but this is the ship that we've been talking about here, the Allure of the Seas. And you can't see Central Park. Central Park is way up here, but you can see into the back end of the ship, and that's the boardwalk. So we've got different neighborhoods on this ship. So there's actually seven distinct different neighborhoods. Boardwalk at the back is one of those, and that's designed to be uh, kind of the family uh, location central. It's designed after... uh, uh, the, the James Coney Island boardwalk up in the Northeast. So there's, you know, family friendly entertainment and things to do and a carousel. And we've got our aqua theater back there and our sports bars and, and all that good stuff. But uh, that's just one of the neighborhoods on that ship. It's, I love the feel of walking down the middle and it's like a little town that you're walking through. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It feels so cool. Yeah, so we're excited. It's coming. It'll be here before we know it. November of next year. So we're just over a year away. Like, is there what is that? Fourteen months away. Is there an itinerary plan for her? Uh, yeah, we've actually, and this is a good question. So typically, uh, we would do seven night Western Caribbean sailings out of mm-hmm. Galveston, right? But we've actually thrown in a good handful of four and five night cruises for the Allure yeah. as well. So this is perfect for you guys that are big on adventure but short on time and Mm -hmm. pricing is really really good for those four and five nights actually for the seven nights as well but you can get on board uh the uh allure for the four and the five nights for a balcony stateroom which is of course an upgraded stateroom above the inside above the ocean view um for about 90 dollars per person per day so it was so good that i booked myself on three of them so I'm yeah, excited. I was about to pick up my phone. I'm like, I'm going to have to get myself. Okay. Yeah. You know, that. in the cruise industry, it's usually a good deal when you can get an interior stateroom, which is the cheapest, for a for $100 per person per day or less, right? And so this is a balcony at that price. So, you know, uh, might as well upgrade yourself. Right quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. 
Well, so um, what are the uh, what's the seven day itinerary looking like for her? Okay, so right now it is uh, Cozumel, Mexico, of course, which is the staple destination in the Western Caribbean. Every ship goes there. It also goes to Costa Maya and Roatan, Honduras. Now, in the future, we may be able to open up our Grand Cayman and Jamaica and Cozumel itinerary. Right now, we're not advertising that because uh, we're still working with all of our island destinations, uh, you know, to uh, to get back online as far as cruise ship, cruise ship travel goes. Uh, so right now, it's Costa Maya, Cozumel, and uh, Roatan, Honduras. So, so what it looks like? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, so it looks like most of the destinations right now that I have seen out of Galveston, most of them are all Belize or Honduras is the, is, is the destination. That's, that's, that's exactly right. And there's a reason for that. It's because Grand Cayman has not opened up to uh, travel yet. So, uh, you know, there's usually, there's different, typically three versions of the Western Caribbean itinerary. Mm-hmm. And one of those is usually Jamaica, Grand Cayman, Cozumel. Mm-hmm. But since Grand Cayman is not opened up for cruise business yet, there's no way any of the cruise lines, and this is Carnival as well, could go to Jamaica um, and then just go to Cozumel. You'd only hit two ports in a seven-day cruise. It's just too far away without any other place nearby that we could visit. So it's kind of taken that whole itinerary off of the table for right now. But, you know, things could change. Things are changing every single day um as as we return to service so hopefully we can share some good news with you in the future what is uh what is perfect day at coca k looking like amazing absolutely amazing (laughs) Uh, so that's a private island that royal caribbean owns over in the bahamas and uh we've actually had it since 1982 but back in 2000 uh, or between 2016 and 2019 we invested about $150 million into turning perfect uh, Coco K into perfect day at Coco K. And it has become a completely reimagined private island destination that's unlike anywhere else in the entire world. Um, and it's awesome. So that's a big focus for our return to service is perfect day at Coco K because we control that environment. You know, uh, we've got a lot of space for our cruisers to spread out. Um, there's, uh, it's got neighborhoods as well. So there's a thrill side to the Island. So, and there's a chill side. So if you're looking to go, you know, hang out in our Oasis Lagoon, which is the largest freshwater pool in North America, uh, or you can go over to the beach and sip your coconut drink underneath the palm tree and listen to the sound of the waves lap up on a shore. That's a thing you can do, but we've also got, uh, the thrill water park with the first wave pool in the Caribbean. Uh, the tallest uh, water slides in North America at 170 feet tall. We've got the up, up and away hot air balloon that takes you 450 Ooh. feet up into the air. Um, and, uh, and so much more. That's just a few of the things. But it's it's a really incredible destination. So what are we, who's, who's selling the perfect day from Galveston? We actually just have one sailing that does it. And it's October 6th. So if anybody's looking to get away in October, jump on board. It's going to be on the Independence of the Seas. Uh, It's nine nights. So it's going to go to Miami, Port Canaveral, Florida, Nassau, Bahamas, and spend a day at Perfect Day at Coco Cay. So that's actually a really cool itinerary. First of all, Miami. You can go spend the afternoon at South Beach, 
there's a ton of things you can do in Miami. It's a great destination. Uh, and then going up to Port Canaveral, if anybody wants to go to Universal Studios for the day or Walt Disney World for the day, you can also go to the Kennedy Space Center. You can hang out on the beaches in Port Canaveral if you wanted to. Uh, and then, of course, it goes into Nassau, which is, you know, a staple for uh, that area for the Bahamas. It's fantastic. There's a ton of really neat excursions that you can do there. And then spend yeah. a day, a perfect day, and then head on back to Galveston. But it's just that one for the next two years. Uh, oh, so I was wondering, because they had Key West and all of those um, itineraries, so they're not going to do those for two years? Nope. So... We had planned to do 15 sailings to Key West and Perfect Day at Coco Cay and Nassau. And guess when they were all planned? This past year. And we've been shut down. So out of all 15 of those sailings, this is the only one that's been saved. It was the last one that we had scheduled and we never took it off the books. Um, so it's still there. And I mean, you know, it's a nine night cruise. It starts at like 600 bucks a person. Can't beat it. What? Yeah. Whoa. Really, really good. Nine night. Yeah, wow. okay. And I'll go put a group on there too. <laughs> go do it. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah. I, I'm ready. I was talking to some other travel partners today. Uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that it exists, you know, because we're look where we've just come from for the past 15 months. Nobody's right. been thinking about future cruise ship travel. We've all just been trying to get through the day to day, right? I but, have. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, we've been thinking too. about it. We have been, but we're in the industry, so right. maybe not everybody else. But now that people are turning back on to travel, certainly a good option uh, if anybody's got the nine days to get away. Yeah, that's the thing. Nine nights. I need a group, too. I can't believe it. Go book it. Go book it. I'm definitely advertise that. So it's um, you said it's starting. It's about um, 600 a night per person. Um, that's what it's looking like for the nine nights. That's what is that what the consumer will find or is that what we're, we will find? That is what the consumer will find. Now, you guys with IntelliTravel, you're with IntelliTravel, right? Right. Yeah, so, you know, IntelliTravel has such a good relationship with Royal Caribbean that we actually give blocks of inventory uh, to our IntelliTravel partner advisors um, that are private. And what that means is, is that consumers, your clients, our guests, they can't find this private block pricing that we give to you guys. Um, and so... Uh, I don't know if that specific October 6th, you know, nine night independence of the seas has got uh, this private block pricing available. It absolutely may, but we have within teletravel about 15,000 staterooms in our inventory across our fleet that have an average price advantage of about $125 per person. And so what that means is, is that you know, we've got sailings that are $1,000 cheaper. We've also got sailings that are, you know, 25 bucks cheaper. But it's a savings, and it's private pricing that only you guys have access to. And the reason that we do that is because IntelliTravel is a very good partner of Royal Caribbean. Um, and then in addition to that, we also give extra onboard credit on those sailings where we've got that private block pricing. So uh, typically a $50 onboard credit at least. And sometimes when you book more than six months in advance, we give you an additional $50 for booking early. So up to $100 on board spending credit. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yes, we appreciate that. Yeah. We love Royal Caribbean. Absolutely. I have to go look at my <laughs> what's out there. Absolutely. 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 Um, I think that um, 
we uh, sometimes people kind of underestimate Royal Caribbean a little bit because Carnival, 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 you know, is is everybody's forefront. And I have experienced both. And I will say there is just a slight difference between the two. Just just a slight. You know, it's not just a huge dinosaur as far as pricing, but as far as experience, it's a slight difference, period. Like a carnival and and Royal Caribbean are are really neck and neck. It's a very slight difference. So I I enjoy Royal Caribbean for different reasons, though. I enjoy Royal Caribbean because the allure of the suits was amazing. And <laughs> she was ginormous and gorgeous. And then I heard she was amplified as if she could get any better. <laughs> and right. so I, um, it's, the, it's a difference in crowd. It's, um, it's a more diverse crowd. And it's more diverse, yes. And, you know, not to interrupt you, but I started with Carnival as well. And the reason is, is Carnival was the first cruise line out of Galveston uh, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. So I think it was like 2000 was when they came or 2001. And I took my first cruise in 2003. It was on the Carnival Celebration that used to be here. They don't even have that ship in their fleet anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved it so much that I actually got a job working on the Carnival Celebration in their gift shop four months later. So mm-hmm. I went from being on a cruise to working in the gift shop on board that ship. And I spent many years working for Carnival and sailing on Carnival ships. Um, I think Carnival is a great cruise line, have a lot of fun with them, um, have always had a good time. But I got to Royal Caribbean because I, I, um, you know, I became a travel advisor myself and I started hosting groups and I took my first Royal Caribbean cruise because I was bringing a group on board one of their ships. And it actually was a Liberty of the Seas out of Barcelona, Spain. And that was in 2010. And I'll never forget when I walked on board and you walk into the Royal Promenade, I just was like this everywhere I was walking because it's different. It's, it's, it, we have some innovative ships that it's just not the normal everyday cruise experience, right? Um, still fun. But everything on, on, on board is designed to wow our guests, right? It's designed to drive adventure and make you feel like you need to go get active and get into everything. You know what I mean? And I was just walking around like this, running into people because I wasn't <laughs> looking at the, at the road. That would be you know? me. Um, and that's, that's how I got started with Royal Caribbean. I fell in love with that first Royal Caribbean cruise. Um, and I, I knew that I wanted to work for Royal Caribbean one day. It took me several years to make that happen, but uh, I finally did. You know, here I am. So, and I've still cruised with Carnival every once in a while. Um, you know, if, if their schedule works better, I still like Carnival. I think they're, uh, you can't go wrong either way. But it, I would say also that if you're, you know, ready to upgrade your life, come on over. i'm ready experience it really is it definitely is and it does make you want to do more things because i'm telling you i did more on royal than i did on on any other line um the ice show the comedy the uh karaoke just all of that and um i thought i was gonna do flow rider i did not but (laughs) i've tried it i watched the zip lining and showed us she showed us the zip lining but did not Little girl zip-lining, not me. <laughs> yeah, the zip-lining is fun. Yeah, we've got the Ultimate Abyss, the largest uh, outdoor slide at sea. It's like 10 stories. 
Uh, we've got ships with iFly. So if you've ever, you've seen those skydiver surf simulators out on I-10 and I-45, um, those are on board. All of our comp uh, activities are complimentary. So come on board and, and, you know, try some stuff you've never tried before, I say. Well, we have to take a really quick commercial break and we'll oh, yeah. be right back with Rusty with the Royal Caribbean. All right. Are yes, you sir. looking for ways to take your business to the next level? Well, Houston, we have a solution. The Boss Up Boot Camp is here to help you level up. Join Lisa, the boss lady, and her amazing roster of speakers that will give you the inside scoop on turning your side hustle into multiple streams of income. This is your year to level up, but don't delay. Register now before it's sold out. Visit www.lisathebosslady.com to register for this event and for more information. That's Lisa, L-Y-S-A, T-H-A, bosslady.com. Remember, you got to be in it to win it. So register today. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. And we are Love that. Thank you so much for uh, staying with us, guys. If anybody is watching and you want to uh, ask a question to Rusty while we have him, please feel free to do so. Um, but I have to say, I am super excited just just at cruising starting again, just at everybody getting back, you know, out there. Of course, you know, um, people have been flying. They've been going to resorts and everything. But I have not been as excited until that first ship left and actually left and came back. And I watched it like I would go online and I would Google it just to see because, of course, there was reporters on board and they were saying everything that was happening. And I was just watching every single thing like, please, please, please. <laughs> and so when the first one came back, when the Vista came back to Galveston, um, I watched it and then I watched it when it left again. And when it came back, the second one, I was like, yes, we are back in business. <laughs> we are back in business. Yeah. No, we've spent, we didn't just sit around on our thumbs, you know, for the past 15 months. Um, Royal Caribbean teamed up with another cruise line, Norwegian Cruise Lines. We spent a great deal of, 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 you know, money and effort putting together an expert panel of, of top experts in different fields of health and travel and crisis control from, uh, you know, all these different um, um, fields and epidemiology so that they could come together and say, what can we do to elevate this experience to make sure that our ships are safer than Main Street USA? And we've been implementing that and we've shared that information with the entire cruise industry. All of the cruise lines are, are, are doing these particular protocols. It's really important for us that our guests feel like they're on a normal cruise and they do. Um, but at the same time, we're, we're doing a lot of things behind the scenes to make sure that you're actually safer coming board on board our ships than you are going to the movie theater or going to the grocery store. Um, and uh, it's been a really good response so far. We've had, we've actually sailed, I don't know how many we've sailed with from North America. You know, we just started in June from Nassau and then July 2nd from Miami. And we've got a third ship coming uh, next week from Miami. Uh, but we've been sailing around the world in other destinations um, since, gosh, I think since August of last year. So some ports in Asia opened up months and months and months ago, almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've actually sailed with over 100,000 people. No issues. 
Oh, uh, and I can't tell you that we haven't had we've had zero COVID cases. We have had some because you can't completely, even if you're vaccinated, even if you're doing testing every day, we can't guarantee that COVID's not going to come on board. But what we can guarantee is that it's not going to ruin your vacation if it does. Um, and we uh, we go straight into enacting our protocols. Uh, if someone does get COVID, um, we we remove them from the ship and put them on a private chartered flight home. Uh, them and their entire uh, traveling party, uh, and of course, give them the medical care that they need and all that good stuff. So that's actually part of our royal promise that if you come on board and you get COVID, we'll pay for all of your medical care, all of your private transportation back home. Um, everything is is taken care wow. of for you. But part of our royal promise is, is that if you're on board one of our ships and someone else gets COVID, you're safe. You know, you're going to be fine. We've actually got some really uh, expansive technology that allows us to see uh, every single person that any individual has come into contact with uh, at least six feet for more than 15 seconds. So let's say, Melissa, you get COVID on board. We can go back and figure out every single person that you've talked to in the, you know, the previous three or four days of your cruise oh, and wow. then go and ask them to complete a health questionnaire, do a quick little antigen test for us to make sure that you, you know, the people that you've come into contact with um, are, are still testing negative. Uh, and it's working very well. And of wow. course, we've shared that with the entire cruise industry. So we all have a big stake in the game to make sure that um, everybody is, is perfectly safe and we're rocking and rolling, you know? So I have some questions about about protocols. So I, I've been getting questions about, you know, how are things the same and what is different compared to before? Like I went to Vegas in June of last year, I guess. And it was so dis it which I just needed to go somewhere. I mean I couldn't go anywhere. I just needed to go somewhere. But it was disappointing because, you know, there was no room service, there was no this there was a lot of I mean you there was no maid service. There was no. There was no anything. You pretty much really? took care of yourself. Yeah, it was terrible. That's you really All the shows were closed. Everything. I mean, the bars closed at a certain time in Vegas. <laughs> so wow. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, so to me, I mean, I was still. I'm still glad I went because I went somewhere and did something. It's just that you know I didn't know it was going to be like that. I probably yeah, it just wasn't the experience that you were expecting based on so, the previous times you've been. And we've all been to Vegas. We know the experience that you expect when you get off the plane and you get to your, your hotel. Um, yeah, that's surprising. I did not know that that was the situation there. Um, but we're operating as if it's the same cruise experience. Now, you'll notice a few things. All of our shows are still happening. All of our stateroom service and attendance all still in place. Everything is still operating the same way that it was. Um, so you're still going to – bars are open late at night, um, all that good stuff. The, no, the differences you'll notice is, first of all, we're sailing at a reduced occupancy right now, and we will for the next couple of months at least. So um, I believe we're sailing at about half of our occupancy, so you're going to oh. notice fewer people on board. Uh, that allows us to socially distance a little bit more. Um, food and drinks and all that stuff, still all over the place. However, we don't let you uh, get your own ice cream cone. We don't let you serve yourself at the Windjammer Cafe. We are going to serve that for you so that you know we don't have a bunch of people touching tongs and touching ice cream cones and stuff like that. Um, 
we have more show times and of like basically a more expansive schedule of our entertainment so that we can have fewer people in the theaters uh, or in the different venues that we're hosting events uh, at a single time. So instead of having, you know, one event on a C day, we might have three events at different times so that we can have fewer people in each one of those events. Um, um, and then other than that, no mask required on board if you're vaccinated, no mask required outdoors. Some of the ports that we visit do require a mask, few and far between. Uh, from Texas, uh, all of them are allowing you to go off without a mask if you're vaccinated. Um, if you're not vaccinated, which right now for us is just the kids from Texas, uh, it's just the kids uh, because they, they you know don't qualify to get the vaccine. Um, we do have some areas on the ship where it's designated as vaccinated only or a mix of both unvaccinated and vaccinated. And that is because we do still have kids sailing with us that, um, you know, don't qualify for the vaccine. So um, other than that, it's all pretty much completely open. There's just a few areas where unvaccinated people can't go because we've got it designated as a vaccinated only area. So is it, is it limited capacity? Kim asked that. Um, was Is there limited capacity on board? It is, yeah. So I don't have an exact percentage, and we're not advertising necessarily an exact percentage, but I can tell you that for the next two months, we are going to be sailing at a, a reduced capacity, I guess is the best word for it. So it could be anywhere between you know 48% capacity up to 50 or 68% capacity but we're not going to be sailing at 100% capacity at least for the next 60 days. So yeah, definitely a reduced capacity. Okay. Well, one thing that I read that I think is wonderful, but I don't know if everybody thinks it is, but one of the, to me personally, one of the things I in, dis, did not enjoy the most was when you have to do the safety briefing. Uh, nobody so totally likes forgot, the yeah. safety <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 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 So if now you've been I on read before, that it's online. Is that true? That is true. Yeah. If you're on oh, cruise yes. before, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, that is where you have to take 45 minutes to an hour out of your vacation. And, you know, once you get on board the ship, you've already had, you know, three or four drinks. Awesome. You're ready to go have a good time, right? Uh, and then we say, hey, stop. You got to go down to a lifeboat and hang out in the sunlight and learn how to put on a life jacket. Uh, that's the old way of doing things. Um, we actually had been working on this technology for a few years. This wasn't necessarily as a result of COVID, but it works perfectly in our new environment. So now, instead of having to go to um, a lifeboat drill <clears throat> uh, or the mandatory safety drill, we're asking you to watch a three-minute video either on your mobile device. You can do it on board the ship. You can do it within three days of your sailing before you even get there. You can also watch it on the television in your stateroom. And the device will log that you have watched this three-minute safety video. And then we do ask you to go to your lifeboat station and just check your name off. And there will be obviously Royal Caribbean employees there. If you have any questions, we'll answer those for you. If you want us to show you how to put the life jacket on uh, or what you would do in the event that you've got kids or this situation or that situation, we'll answer all those questions for you. But we just ask you to show up so that you know where you're supposed to go in the event of an emergency. And then you get back to vacation. We don't shut the ship down. The bars don't close. Everybody has got three hours from the time they get on board the ship to take care of that. And you do it at your leisure. It's kind of neat. That's working really well. 
That is I a know. great thing. Yes, yeah. that is a yeah. wonderful thing that you guys have implemented. I love it. I love that. So Rusty, please tell them, tell our viewers where they can find you on social media. Uh, so I actually really support travel partners only. So, but I'm Rusty Royal on Facebook. And, uh, you know, if you want to follow Royal Caribbean, we've got a great Instagram page. We're also on TikTok. We're on Facebook. Um, and our marketing team uh, does posts pretty much every day. If you're missing cruising, these will get you excited to be back on board the ship. Uh, but if you're a travel partner watching, come and friend me at Rusty Royal. Um, everything that I do is really focused toward developing our local travel partners. Uh, so I wouldn't be the best choice for, for uh, consumers, but uh, we can certainly point you in the right direction for working with a great travel partner like Lisa the Boss Lady and Melissa Collins when you're ready to book your next Royal Caribbean trip. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so ready. I'm so, so ready. I'm definitely going to get off and go take a look at that. Um, Absolutely. I'm interested in that perfect day at Coco Cay. We really, really appreciate all of your knowledge and insight. We oh, have been waiting and waiting to talk to you. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's just so good to talk about vacationing again. Yes. And I can't wait. We're going to get you on a simulated sailing when that option comes up. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Yay. Because <laughs> we know we're going to go live. Like, yes, yes we will. We will go live. I expect you to. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm super excited and thank you. Thank you again so, so much. Melissa, do you have anything to say before we head out? No, I think we're good. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, we had a great experience talking to Rusty. He has some good information from Royal. Um, I'm ready to go. Um, and everybody come back next Tuesday. We will have another guest. Um, come back to see what's coming in the area. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank absolutely. you so much, Rusty. Do you have anything that you want to close out with? No, you know, this fun time. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, folks, if you're listening, we're looking forward to getting you back on board. We're excited that we get back, to, are getting back to doing what we do best, which is providing absolutely amazing cruise vacations. Uh, lots coming for Galveston. So definitely call your favorite travel partner. Uh-oh, we're cutting up. There you are. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think we're back. <laughs> right at the end is where we cut out. Well, I'm looking forward to going to Galveston to see when the to see the new uh, what's happening new in the new building. Absolutely. Because I have definitely been looking forward to that. I was I'm so glad to hear yeah. that moving forward. I was a little worried about that. So I'm so glad. I can't wait to go to Galveston just to see what's going on. I'm excited. We may take a trip just to go take a look. So we do need so to, to advertise it's coming. Yeah, so thanks for talking about that. I haven't that. been down there for a while. Yeah, we definitely will. Thank you yeah, for letting for us sure. know because I didn't, I didn't know. So I really appreciate that. And um, if we do, we definitely will um, take pictures and let everybody know. So I'm excited. Thank you so much for all of your information because now I'm even more excited. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Well, thank you, ladies. I appreciate it very much. Um, thank you, guys. Happy Tuesday. Happy travels. See you all next week. See you next time.